Hey y'all, welcome back to the Motherhood with Maya podcast. I am your host, Maya Thomason. I am so excited to be back another week with y'all. Um, it has been a chaotic um, last week. We went to my brother's graduation in Kansas, back where we are from, and that is what I'm talking about today. I'm going to talk about how we flew with our 15-month-old. Thankfully, my husband got to go with us, and so it was not just by myself this time, like last time, but we flew with our 15-month-old, what that looked like, how the weekend was, because he has never met a lot or all of my extended family, and he's only been around like my siblings and their kids a few times. So, if you can imagine, it was a very um, long and fast weekend. It's crazy how that happens whenever you have littles, um, that everything just goes by super fast, but in the moment, it's so long and so hard to deal with. So, jumping right in to the flight, um, to give you some background, we live two hours from Dallas Love Field and we flew with Southwest because that is the smartest way to go if you can fly Southwest because two bags fly free, you can get on early with your littles, you, any baby thing flies free, like stroller, wagon, car seat, whatever. I don't, I'm pretty sure that's most airlines, but Southwest was like the most accommodating. We flew American for Sai's sister's wedding in October and they were not as accommodating. Honestly, I felt like they could care less that we had a baby and um, just kind of threw us in there. And also, I know you have to pay for like uh, check bags and stuff with them. But anyway, um, we flew Southwest. It was amazing. I love them, but we flew out of Love Field, and so that's like two hours from where we live, and our flight was at 8.50 in the morning, and so we had to leave our house by 3.30 in order to make it, Um, because another thing that flying with a baby that they don't prepare you for is they test every single thing you bring. I knew, I know whenever I flew with Tate, Um, they checked his formula, they checked all of that, which I understand, but they also had to check his stroller for, I don't know what, but they had to do like a whole test on it. They had to do a whole test on, um, just every single item I brought, bottles, his formula, like my water bottles, everything. And so this time he is not on whole milk or formula anymore. He's just drinking water, but they still had to test his sippy cups I brought. I brought snacks for him and they had to test all of those. And it's not like it doesn't make sense. It does. And I'm glad they're thorough, but it takes forever. And so we wanted to get there early enough. And also the lines. It was Mother's Day weekend and graduation weekend, so we thought it was going to be super packed. Um, And we were right. It got super packed. We got there before the rush, Um, but like right before our flight, like by the time we got through, it was like 7.30 and our flight boarded at 8.15 and um, around like 7 o'clock we were, or around 7.45, we were getting some Chick-fil-A and it was so packed. So we definitely missed the rush, thank goodness, and I'm thankful we got there early, but it was an early morning. We left our house at 3.30, we packed the night before, all the things, and um, that was hard. It's so hard with a baby to get up that early because sleep is so valuable when you have a little one. 
Um, and Tate actually does really well. It's so crazy to me. He just like knows whenever we're moving around a lot because I had all the lights off, everything, and I was moving as quiet as possible. And right before we were about ready to leave, I went to go pick him up out of his crib and just put him in the car seat. And he just shot straight up. He was just like ready to go and he was just smiling and he was saying hi and we got in the car and he fell asleep. Thank goodness the car is like his kryptonite. He cannot stay awake. But we got to Dallas around like 7 a.m. or 6.30 a.m. My times are almost up. We got there at like 6.30 and thankfully one of our friends um was up and took us to the airport it was so kind he is the best ever shout out to noah mastin um but he drove us to the airport so we didn't have to pay for parking because i'm pretty sure parking was like 45 dollars for how much we were going to be gone and that just feels ridiculous to pay for a, a space of concrete um and so he took us to the airport it was wonderful we didn't have to worry about parking and honestly the flight to Kansas City was not bad at all. I think it's because Tate ran around for an hour straight before and he actually ate some good food. So he ate Chick-fil-A chicken minis um, inside the airport and then they had this little play area and that's where he spent most of his time right before the flight. And then um, he just watched shows on the flight. A couple things that were different this time compared to last time I flew is one he is way more interested in shows and like actually paying attention to them because before it was just Miss Rachel was the only thing he ever really watched on TV and he could care less about any other show but now he really loves Bluey and he loves Moana and so he'll actually sit still and watch that for 20 you know minutes or a bluey episode is like nine minutes so he'll watch like two or three of those before he starts like trying to move around and our flight to kansas city was only an hour and 10 minutes and so it really wasn't that bad of an in-between time and they also handed out snacks in our morning flight and that also helped so he ate and he sat there and he was wonderful getting through tsa is always a challenge because he wants to walk and that that can happen <laughs> through TSA. They are very strict. And so he was getting super antsy through there, but we got through no problems on the way there. And um, our flight there was really calm, really peaceful, um, and wonderful. Now, obviously, we don't live in Kansas City, so it was a two hour drive to my hometown. Um, I guess Sai and I's hometown. His parents moved and so we're always like, oh, they're from here. But originally from there, it's just like a huge story. But anyway, um, and then we he took a nap on the way down. And this is where he saw people he has never seen before. And he was around his cousins he's only seen a few times. And this is where it got chaotic. Honestly, the flight there was not, I was so stressed about, but I should have been stressed about how he was going to handle family because family always wants to hug and they want to love and they're never around him. So they just want to do that immediately. But Tate is not a touchy person at all. He's never been, he's been able to like, even whenever he was like a newborn, he would sit in those chairs, those bouncers or whatever, and be completely content. He did not need you holding him unless it was me. Um, he did not 
need you holding him and he's the same now. He doesn't want to be held. He doesn't want to be touched by anyone he doesn't know. Even he'll bend his back if you touch his back. Like that's just how um, particular he is about random strangers touching him which saying it out loud it makes so much sense but like usually babies are and toddlers are like kind of okay with it or at least like deal with it you know but that's just not the case for him he's very independent and so immediately whenever we got there everyone's in his face and trying to love on him and he is terrified he will not get off my lap he is like pinching my hands because he does not want anyone around and he's trying to like get us to hold him he wants Sai to hold him and Sai was sitting on the couch and I was sitting on the ground because they were like handing him toys and stuff and he's trying to walk over to Sai and people keep like touching him and he just loses it he was so upset <laughs> I know I'm laughing, but it's actually really sad. And it's sad to also see because it's like, these are people that you love and that care about you. And you just want your son to do the same. Like we've talked about this before, how it's hard to watch how, you know, he doesn't know them and he's not comfortable around them like you're comfortable around them. And so it's like super hard and sad to see at first and to be completely honest, he never really warmed up with everyone, um, because it was just a really fast trip. We flew out Sunday, we didn't get home until 1, and then we flew back home on Monday, and so it was, or yeah, Saturday to Monday, and so it was super fast, and, um, a lot of chaos, and so he didn't really warm up to everyone, and that's okay, he'll get there, as he gets older and starts understanding, I think he'll, it'll be way easier, but right now it's super hard on him, and my brother's graduation party was that night, and that's where all of the extended family was at, that's where we saw everyone, and of course, me, I'm so excited to see all of them, and all of that, and shout out to my husband, because he really, like, watched Tate, and, um, followed him around, and ran around with him everywhere, so I could talk to people I haven't seen in forever, like, I haven't seen my aunt and uncle in, um, probably, like, a couple years, and so it was just really good to see all of them, and catch up with them, and I'm so thankful for him that he <laughs> was able to just chase him around, so I could, have some adult conversations for a change, but anyway, and Tate, as you can tell, um, where this is going, he did pretty horrible at the grad party, and that's okay, like, I really didn't expect that much, because I knew that my mom invited 80 people, and probably, like, 60 showed up, and so I knew it was going to be a lot for him, and they all wanted to meet him and be in his face, and, so I knew it was going to be hard, but, um, so I had that grace in my mind. I had that understanding in my mind that I need to have low expectations. And that is the one thing that I will tell you about traveling with toddlers or babies or being around family for the first time or being around big groups of people. Like he didn't really do that great at the wedding in October and who could blame him, you know? Um, is just lower your expectations and then crank it down a notch again because 
they might do absolutely wonderful and shock you, but they also might do way worse than you can expect. And you need to have grace because it's so hard for them. It's overwhelming for us to be around that many people. It's like 10 times more overwhelming that these big people are all in your face. I can't even imagine um, what that felt like for him is just honestly scary. And I bet it was super scary. And so he just... Um, he fell asleep right before we got there and so I brought him in and he was asleep for about 30 minutes and people were like trying to touch him and all those things while he was sleeping and the mama bear inside of me I like almost RKO'd people it's like stop touching him you're going to wake him up and it's going to be bad he's gonna be pissed off and you know like people are so kind and people want to be involved with your baby but it's like if you don't stop because you're also you're his advocate like I am also the one that speaks for him and so I almost RKO'd everyone but anyway once he woke up he did wave at a few people but it just got too loud for him it was he never adjusted we spent a lot of time outside just running around because that was just what calmed him down instantly and you know at the end of the day it's not that big of a deal and I know that every kid handles it differently he is not around that many people um that want to be in his face constantly I mean we go to public stores and classes and groups every single day um but family is different because they want his attention and they want to interact with him and I'm sharing all this because one, it is completely normal for your baby to, or toddler or whatever, to be very nervous, um, act completely differently or completely melt down because they're in a different environment and you're not alone if that's super frustrating and you're not alone if you just question why you even went in the first place because that's where I was. I just had an expectation that he would start warming up to at least a couple people. I knew he was going to be overwhelmed, but at least a couple. And that just didn't happen, and that's okay. You know, it's done, it's over with, and those people so excited Tate that he's not usually that sad. And that's another thing is like, he's never sad he's always a very joyful loving individual and so it's so sad that they saw this grumpy and scared Tate because that's just not who he is um but there's always a next time and hopefully as he gets older it'll be a little bit easier um but we'll see you know that's also just the the beast of living eight hours away is you don't see those family members all the time and so um, it can be overwhelming for him but um, like I said lower your expectations because even the most joyful children will have a really hard time with it and also just try your best to not get upset by it because he doesn't want to be upset like that's just what I had to keep telling myself over and over is he doesn't want to not love these people or be scared of these people but that's just how it is and um it's gonna be okay you know but that was an adventure and then on Sunday was my brother's graduation but he didn't go um Tate and my husband didn't go they stayed back home because that was just the best option I mean the 
graduation gym is small and he had a huge class. I think one of the biggest in the school for a while was like 86 students. And I know that's not that much for a lot of schools. Um, but for Gerard High School, it is a big number. And so um, it was just not worth chasing him around to be there. And it was super hot in there and he would not have done well at all. Um, and my brother gave a speech and it was super awesome, super cool. And then, um, Tate did wonderful the rest of the time because it was really just us three on Monday. Everyone had regional, Daryl had regional golf. And so my mom and Daryl went and my sisters all had school. And so they went back home and went to regional softball and went to school. And so it was just me, my husband and my son. And then my dad stayed home. Um, but we just walked around, we went and ate at a very iconic place in town, um, and that was Tate's first time, and then we just kind of drove around to see what was new, because we haven't driven through our hometown in years, since before the pandemic, um, for sure, because we haven't really been back besides Christmas and my family lives out of town. And so we just go to Christmas and then just go straight to my in-laws house. Um, and it was fun, you know, it was, it was all it could be, you know, and then flying back that night. So our night flight was at 8 45 at night, which I'm just going to tell you right now, before I get into this is do not ever fly the late night cheap flight with your toddler ever we learned that um and he had discovered oreos for the first time at my parents house and so he was definitely on a sugar rush and he only took an hour nap um before we got to the airport so that was just wonderful and so getting through tsa was fine he was grumpy again go figure um, and then at our actual gate, we got there about an hour and a half before we needed to, um, leave, and he just ran circles. He was, like, on some crazy, crazy, he was going absolutely crazy, um, and so we just chased him around everywhere. It was actually really busy for that late of a flight. I guess that's just the time for connecting flights at the new Kansas City Airport. Oh, and yeah, the new Kansas City Airport. That was not what I flew into or flew out of in January. And it is amazingly nice. It is so crazy beautiful. There is so much room. It's not just this like old gross hallway. It is so nice and it's got so many restaurants in there. Um, and so he had a lot more room to run around than what he did in January, which is really awesome. Um, but by the time we got on the plane, he was over it and so antsy and you could tell he just wanted to be home. And the kind of sad thing is, is he is no longer small enough to fall asleep on me whenever I'm sitting down. Like, if I'm holding him whenever I stand up or, like, get him out of the car, then he's fine because he has plenty of room to take over my entire body. But whenever I'm sitting, he's too big now. And so the entire flight, he was trying to get comfy, but he couldn't because he couldn't fall asleep on me. And the chair was uncomfy, so he couldn't fall asleep. He was sick of watching Bluey. He didn't want to. 
and about halfway through the flight, he falls off of the chair, and before either of us can grab him, he hits the ground and just starts sobbing uncontrollably for about five minutes, so I'm sure everyone around us loved that, um, and it was just honestly horrible and Tate has been wonderful at flights they've never bothered him we haven't taken one over an hour and a half um and so he has done wonderful on every single one but I think it was because it was just so late that it was getting real close to when he's been falling asleep um and it was just a nightmare it was not good at all and whenever we got off we both looked at each other like we are defeated we are exhausted and he, you know, like, you just kind of have to laugh, like, we got in the car, and we were just like, what in the world is happening, what is our lives, <laughs> so we went and got our check bags, which that was another experience, because they had them at the wrong, like, circle thing, I don't know what they're called, but they, uh, kept saying it was on this third one and it was not on the third one and so our bag probably went around like five or six times because I didn't even know it was on the fourth one and so Tate is so upset at this point because we have to hold him because there's so many people and he just wants to run around and take a suitcase from somebody and push it and we couldn't get out of that airport fast enough I'm gonna be honest and we're trying to take a family vacation this summer and we're like do we even want to do that because we'll fly because we have a $300 voucher from our last time I flew whenever they lost my stroller and we're like we got to use it before the year's up so we should book a vacation but we were discouraged after the flight but I think we're still going to do it because it's worth it it's worth a little bit of antsy and it's worth paying the extra money. That's where I'm going with this. It is worth paying a little bit, 20, 30 bucks more for a flight that is not that late because we didn't lay until 1030 and um, we didn't get our bags. We didn't get out of the airport until probably 11 o'clock, 1115. And it is not worth that at all. Pay the extra $30, $45 to be on a flight that lands at 8 o'clock instead of departing at 8 o'clock. And I'm sure it would have made all the difference. But you live and you learn. We're cheap. So, you know, what can you do? But that was our weekend. Um, oh, we did drive back that night and we didn't get home till 2.30. And so we are on the mains recovering this week. This is the first day that I've taken Tate out anywhere besides the park because I just haven't had the energy. I've been exhausted. Um, and whenever the next day, thank God that my husband was off. I took a four hour nap. I couldn't even keep my eyeballs open. I think it was because I was so stressed out the week before that I didn't really sleep. And so my body was coming off the stress high and I was just so exhausted. And so it's taken till Friday for me to get back to where I was before and back to normal but thank you for listening i will have another travel video uh podcast here in the next couple weeks because we're going up to see my in-laws for a week and hit all those but the good news about that is it's not a huge party it's literally just my in-laws and the great-grandparents on different days we're gonna have dinner with them and so they have a lot of room to run and they have cows and so I think it's gonna have a wonderful time um but that just 
this weekend was fast and hard on our bodies for sure it's hard to sleep in a different place it's hard to be around people you don't know um but it was good and he you know was goofy and um started warming up to a few of the cousins and one or two of my sisters so it's good but yeah gonna have another travel only we're driving we're not flying this time because they only live about five hours away so we are driving up there and gonna spend some time with them um hopefully get a break from the texas heat because boy it is hot um, but I love you all so deeply. I will see you guys next week with another episode. And thank you for listening. Make sure you leave like rate, review, all those things. I do post on Instagram. So if you want to check that out. But love you, mean it. See you next week.